And this week we are on Ashland Avenue in front of La Pasadita, often imitated, never duplicated. It's been here since 1976. And this magic is coming to you through Boost Mobile. I am on my phone right now. We're about to do Facebook Live with the actors who play Tony and Tina in Tony and Tina's Wedding. And my Samsung Galaxy S8 is fired up, ready to go. I would be lost without Boost Mobile. The service is exceptional and it is reliable. I've got unlimited data text and calls. I'm good to go. Go to boostmobile.com and get yourself set up. All right. Actors who play Tony and Tina, are you ready to go? Uh, we, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, I'm let's ready. do this. It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. Here we are. We're looking right there. Yeah. <laughs> there we are. Okay, so hello. hi, Facebook Live. Hey. Uh, this over here is Rory. Rory Zacker, yes. Mm-hmm. Hello. And in the back seat is Conchetta. Hi. And I had to explain that I put Conchetta in the back seat. I was trying to be, I like to be chivalrous for and, and offer, that's right, for your own security. <laughs> I like to be kind and offer the lady the front seat, but there's just not enough and room. And here you did, so we're all good. <laughs> very, you know, I mean. But the. The person with the greater altitude I have longer ends legs. up yes, sitting yes, shotgun. Yes, so, yes. Um, you are Rory and Conchetta, but really you're Tony and Tina. That's right. Yes, the titular characters. <laughs> 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 We're all thirteen. That's always funny to say titular. <laughs> it was funny. It made me laugh. Yes. Ready for our show. <laughs> the titular characters. That's pretty appropriate considering what goes on in our show. So it, there you go. That's true. That's actually <laughs> Tony and yeah, Tina's wedding. Shadowing. Yes, Tony and Tina's wedding. All right, so let's talk about that. The show is, I need to look at the address here, Chicago Theater Works, 1113 West Belmont. Yes. What? The long-running, much-beloved Tony and Tina's wedding. I half wondered if you were going to show up dressed like bride and groom today. We 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 wondered that ourselves, but then when we discovered we were going to go to La Pasadita... Um, Which was your call. It was my you call, and place. I think I picked it because I didn't want to wear the, the white tux. Because <laughs> wearing white wedding dress and a wearing a white tux, just it just leads to a lot of problems with eating burritos in a car. Yeah, it's also right. really tight. Yeah. Like, we can't, like... Yeah, she's got to let it rip, so, you yeah, know what I mean? You know, like, I mean? You know, eat the food, you, you, can't, you can't be corseted in, you know? Right, right. So, yeah. I wish... This is something I, I've had problems with. Women have such such great advantages over we men. Go on. Well, the, the whole Spanx thing. Like, right. there, there are times when my tummy just needs to be bound a little bit tighter, and I, I just need to... Get res- yourself a pair of Spanx. They have man Spanx now? Yes, of course they do. Well, don't they have girdles Why for dudes they? or something? Or the- yeah, they have all the things. All the things that you... If you want to feel like an encased sausage, yeah. you got it. I kind of do. There are times when... You know, I, I find... I, this is a recent thing, but all my shirts have shrunk, and I think it might be... <laughs> it's, it's something to do with the dryer... Right, um, be, it's definitely the laundry. If your dryer's running hotter. Yeah. Than Thank you, Roy. It's definitely the dryer. It's it, it is. <laughs> it, it, it could be nothing else except for that that darn dryer. Um, the lint is just shrinking everything. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But beyond the the man spanks and the need for them, uh, the the idea of carrying a purse. Now, I'm not saying we should we as men should carry purses, but it becomes difficult when I want to. You know, if it, my pockets just get to be overflowing with cell phone and wallets, keys. It'd be great to have. Don't you ever let those stereotypes of the world yeah. stop you, you from being who purse, you James. want you to be. You carry a purse. Thank you, Conchetta. <laughs> I'm going to be who I'm going to be, goddammit. You want to carry, right. you carry a man proud. bag, you do that. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, there. I, I want to get the focus 
Yeah, get on Conchetta her. was kind oh. of hidden oh, back yeah. there. All right, let's talk about Tony and Tina's. Okay. Uh, Rory, you have not always been Tony. No, I uh, I got involved in the show um, way back when it uh, reopened uh, about last September, and I was originally playing one of the groomsmen named uh, uh, Dominic Fabrizi, and I'm kind of like the uh, the lunk slash sleazebag with the heart of gold, and um, and I was Tony's understudy. So uh, in about April, um, the actor who played Tony left, and um, sorry, yeah. and no, not and then I uh, I took over the role. So I've been I've been playing Tony since about. End of April, beginning of May, I believe. So, and I, but I've been with the show the entire time since it came back to Chicago uh, last year. Now, true to Chicago theater, the change in role comes with a massive salary increase. I, I am lighting cigars with fifties, and my diamond shoes are very tight right now. Let me I bet just, they are. Let me just say that. So, yeah. And Conchetta, you are not a Chicagoan. I am not. Uh, you are a recent arrival to Chicago, specifically to play Tina. That's right. I'm from New York. Um, no. Born and raised. I don't know if you guys can tell. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I've been doing the show for about 12 years now. You do have that kind of don't-give-me-any-shit attitude. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so don't, you know. Um, but, uh, no, I was doing the show for about 12 years, and um, I was on the national tour, and our director uh, and a couple of the producers from the Chicago cast came to see the show there, and then they kind of were hinting around, looking to see what my schedule was like, and then I was here a month later, and I've been here since... That's really uh, quick. Yes. Yeah, I mean, to uproot spring. and yeah, relocate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, it's it, the show, it, I mean, this is like any other... I'm sorry, it's like no other experience you will ever have in your life. Uh, it's so fun, which is the reason why I've been doing it for so long. And uh, it's never the same twice. And, well, that, and that's what I wanted to talk about. It, you need to be skilled at thinking on your feet. You need to improv yeah. Yeah. for a lot of the night. Oh, yeah. We have a we have a, a plot line, yeah, um, like which a, is like pretty skeleton, thorough. Like a right. Um, but it, yes, exactly. It is it is that it is our our base, uh, and then we dance all around that and kind of come up with the ways to get to those points. It's like it's like acting jazz. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. And we're just scatting the whole night long. <laughs> you made us really classy. I gotta <laughs> be honest. Yeah, we are. Yeah. You really upped us. Really. You really dressed up this big. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, uh, but it's it's also it's great because the the more the audience gets involved, the more crazy and fun it gets. Like we've had other audience members come up to us after a show and say, oh, "That one guy was is he part of your show?" We're like, "No, he paid a ticket just like you." So like you can sit back and just kind of be a wallflower and and have a great time. I, I was going to ask that too because yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are, you know, yes. not a lot of people, but I'm sure there are people who are a little uncomfortable with the immersion aspect of the. Yeah, performance. There, there's some people who don't want to get up and dance, or they have to literally be dragged, or they're just you know nervous. Um, but you know the people who really, and that's fine. You can come to our show and have a great time doing that. But I mean, again, if you participate, if you're at a wedding, this is what you do. And yeah. then those people walk out and go, "Oh my God, this is like my family. We had the best time. We're gonna bring our friends. We're, I got to bring my mom and my dad." They're they're Italian. They're Puerto Rican. They're Greek. They're gonna yeah, love this. That's this the like thing. If you if you can relate to to family dysfunction, you can relate to this show. So really, anyone pretty much. That's exactly relate, right. Yeah. We mm-hmm. just happen to be Italians. <laughs> and, you, and you do the chicken dance. Of course, of course we do. We do the chicken dance. We do the YMCA. <laughs> mm-hmm. We do a dollar dance. Um, uh, Tina and her bridesmaids do a. Uh, uh, a, 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 chore- a chorea- choreographed, choreographed, I can say it, choreographed dance. Um, pretty much anything you can do at a cheesy wedding. Um, we do a little horror. We do a little uh, tarantella. Uh, anything you do at a wedding. Are you just making we up dances now? We, we do a rumba. <laughs> we do a foxtrot. 
we we do a bazinga. We do the, the polka. Yeah, we do the polka. We do a beer barrel, beer barrel polka. Nice. So, any, any any cheesy wedding thing that you or have you ever done at a cheesy wedding? We do. Except the macarena. That that's, we don't do the macarena. That's just. Uh, we are on Facebook Live right now. Pat Gleason says, "Hey all, Tony and Tina, how you doing?" Um, good. How you right? doing? I'm doing? There it I'm is. I'm doing pretty good. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, I wish the Cubs would have won today, but other than that, I'm doing okay. So. Oh, it's a sensitive subject. Yeah, I know. Honey. That's all right. right. Well, okay. So, Conchetta, you're not a native Chicagoan. I am not. Do you have a dog in this race? Cubs, Sox, Northside. Oh, Cubs, Sox. Cubs, Cubs. Well, absolutely. I've trained her well, but mostly yeah. because I've been told that's what I'm supposed to say. Also, our show's on the north side, so I mean, <laughs> no, that's it, true. We are right by Wrigleyville. Yeah, we're a block, so. block and a half from Wrigley. Um, and right near the red line. In so. honor of those boys in blue. That's that's right. That's right. <laughs> Which can also be a way to describe cops. Just so True. we're clear. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> as uh, fiancés, bride and groom, how close are you in real life? I know you, you portray a couple on stage, but does that closeness trans? I mean, you seem to have a very familial... I hate him. <laughs> she. He's the worst she, kind of person. She is just a very <laughs> unpleasant person. Um... <laughs> She's very bossy. She's brassy. Um, There's no acting required yeah. for me. No, uh, we're friends. I mean, it's great that we're friends. I mean, we're friends. And uh, uh, we hang out um, uh, with a couple of the other people in the show a lot. And it's just, it's really nice. It really just, and it, she's, as a performer, she's fun to play off of. And I hope she feels the same way. But we just have a good rapport because it's just like that. You just, you can't, you can't manufacture chemistry. We just get along and, and she's a good person. And and I think it translates in the show, and we have a lot of fun. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, the sillier, the silly. If you can look into someone's eyes and they're ready to play, and you just know that you can do a trust fall at any point, and they yeah. got you, that's that's the goal, you know. And uh, I, we found that pretty pretty early on, and we're still developing it, of course, because yeah. we're both fairly new. But um, but he makes it easy. Yeah, you have to have that feeling that the other person has your back. Yeah. Yeah. And I know she has a great time performing and it makes it so much fun because then it's just like everybody responds off her energy and my energy and, and then it just gets the party going because Tony and Tina, you want to party with them. You want to you wanna love them. You want to be friends with them. And, and, I, and, I, and I hope that we convey that every show because we're definitely working our butts off to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. so with, with the level of improv you have to do and kind of making it up as you go with that skeleton, do you think about your characters when you're not performing? Do you think about how to enhance their personality or, or lines they would say the next time. Well, the thing with this show is that you we the rehearsal process is really unlike uh, anything in that you don't have a script that you follow and you say your lines, you memorize mm-hmm. your lines, you memorize your block, and you go home, you think about character development, and you come back ready to go. Uh, because our rehearsal doesn't... I mean, we can't really perform without an audience. They're the other character in our play. Mm-hmm. Good point. And so you can't rehearse anything, and since the majority of it is for and with them, it's really hard to think... I mean, you think about the stuff on the spot, and then you go like, shit, oh, I can do this better later. If that ever comes up again, I got something ready for that. Mm-hmm. You this know? is not acting for the timid. No, definitely not. You yeah, this is high-wire stuff. You, yeah, yeah, you, you, you just gotta you go to, for you it. You can't be afraid to... You know, if, if, if something doesn't land, you just move on. You keep mm-hmm. going. We're like a sh- our show's like a shark. It just has to keep moving. And uh, <laughs> um, but there are times like, for example, and oh, you, it's funny when you said like you think of things like I was uh, for my day job. I was on, on a business trip in Philadelphia, and like I'm driving on the, on the highway. And all of a sudden, I came up with like a great little speech for Tony. And I pulled over and I put it in my phone notes, and I just and I use it now on the show. And it's just kind of I just was like, man, this would really work. And 
sure enough, that's that's cool. It's a part I, you know, it's a little line, like during my toast, and I just came up with it. So, and, and now it's part of the show. So it's kind of just fun to like when you have those ideas, but a lot of time it's you know fly by the seat of your pants and just kind of react. All right, so we're going to uh, pick up the conversation on the podcast. This whole thing will be part of the audio podcast, which is on Carcon Carne. What did you just do? That was cool. Cross my eyes. Uh, I can't do that. <laughs> I used to only be able to cross one. Am I doing it? Uh, kind <laughs> of are. how you normally look. That's cool. So. You've, you've, you've never looked hotter. <laughs> you can count Thank the chickens you. in the backyard. Thank you very in the front. Much. So. so the full podcast uh, with these two will be on carconcarne.com Monday. A week from today. Uh, But thank you for watching on Facebook Live. Uh, Share it with a friend. But before we go away, and thank you Boost Mobile for providing the ability to stream this, uh, let's show what we're eating. Oh, yeah. Yes. Let's do some visual aids here. Um, Since mine's already open, I have a carne asada burrito from La Pasadita with onion, cilantro, and rice. And let me tell you, I eat here about two, three times a week. It's and really they, we, do you have salsa back there, Conchetta? I, I do. I have two of them. Yeah, they, they gave One a lot of salsa. They're not messing around here. All right, so you have the... Uh, I had the chicken burrito, and it is... You mean the pollo? Yeah, outside the pollo. And it is dope. It is so good. And I got uh, carne asada tacos. I love the traditional taco, the double corn tortilla, the cilantro, and onion. So... Here we go. Yeah, we don't oh. mess around with Mexican food at La Pasadena. Yummy. Yeah. See you, Pat Gleason. All right, and thank you for watching Facebook Live. Bye, guys. Bye. There we are. All right, so let's go back to you guys. Okay. Um, well, first, I want to try our food. Okay. You've already tried yours, Rory. Yes. Oh, and I just tried it on my jeans. Um, I knew that was going to happen. Yep. I called that one. <laughs> just opening up the sauce. That's fine. And what was the first thing I said? You know we're eating in a car. The burrito. Oh, you really did nail yourself. Yeah, I did. It's okay. Do you need more? I bet your knees are delicious. They are very yeah, you can use. Here, I'll move my phone. You can use the uh, console <laughs> up there. Oh man, I'm, I'm going to use that as a I, pickup line. Yeah. <laughs> your knees look delicious. Oh, okay. Wow. How are you doing it? Are you doing it? Have like you been a drinking, Lori? What's like going? A... No, I just these are very these are very filled sauce. They are uh, oh, tankards. That's um, <laughs> all right. I got laundry. Mm-hmm. Wait. Oh, well, this is good. Are you willing yourself to keep clean back there? I sure am. Mm-hmm. So far. I hear that. Yeah, these are good. I'm going to tell you. I, oh, this is packed. I'm a burrito snob. This taco is totally packed. Well, you uh, spent time in California. I lived in L.A. for uh, about almost 10 years, and after living there, you know, you get picky about Mexican food. And this place this place holds up. So, And I, I, was, I was an actor out in L.A., I, a struggling actor, and I did some stuff... Um, some tasteful uh, porn, right? Um, well, funny. I was on uh, the show Punked um, on MTV, and, uh, a failed pilot that was called Good Sex. That it was a it was kind of like an improv show, kind of like, um, um, kind of like Arrested Development, but it's centered around a sex therapy clinic. Okay. And a lot of people from Mad TV were there. It didn't make it, and then I actually um, got involved in. Um, I worked at a talent agency, and then I got involved. Through my uh, girlfriend then and still current uh, fiance Kelly LeBanco, uh, as an agent for adult <laughs> films, and then I started becoming a director of adult films. So my my career wait, in LA wait, wait, snowballed wait. a lot in a lot of different directions. I was making a dumb joke. No, no, you heard that right. Mm-hmm. I'm not fun. This kid has lived. <laughs> uh, well, you know, let's go. Let's go completely off the rails here. What's the casting process like? Yeah. Um. Well, when I was an agent, we would have like a website, you know, with all the, the female and male talent, and you have like 
age stats um, or, you know, given age, but what they'll do, what they don't do. And then when I was a director, uh, we had an office, you know, we were in a normal office complex. Right, of course. I worked for a company called pinkvisual.com and they're still available. Um, <laughs> well, that guy's peeing outside. Um, hey, yes. Oh, he's got um, yeah. um, and we filmed for like 10 or 12 different websites and they would, the agents would bring in the, the female talent, you know, we would call them go-sees and they'd come in and like parade around Wait, the what office. what would you call them? Go-sees. They'd go see the, uh, the directors. Okay. and um, They would be wearing their, you know, their little sluttiest outfits and their, their highest of heels and They'd come by and we would, you know, what's your name? What do you do? What do you not feel comfortable doing? You know, we take some photos. They take off their clothes. We take photos. And then if they could fit the profile of one of our sites, we would book them. And a lot of the times it was either very new talent to the business or talent that has been around too long and is not really working that long so or not really working that much anymore. So, mm-hmm. but go see days were very funny because it was always like just like a parade of like, you know, women in porn, just like. And we'd be like, all right, well, what are you going to do? Those I mean, not, not like that, but like, what, what like, do you feel comfortable with? I would be IMing my friends. I'd be like, all right, I got to go. There's another, like, six girls here for ghosties. We got to go take naked photos of them. So <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun. And you moved. I did. I actually, well, the economy uh, back in, like, 08, when it took uh, the dump that it yeah. did, um, you know, people started, you know, I mean, when was the last time you paid for a porn DVD or a, a subscription? You know, everything became free on the computer and people weren't buying stuff anymore or subscribing to websites so the industry took a dive and that makes sense last one hired first one fired i went back to being an agent and i just my heart wasn't in it anymore and then i went back to being uh, a server in a restaurant and then i moved back to chicago and worked in restaurants and kind of just you know progressed and auditioned and luckily i got this show which is a lot of fun Rory, you're the most fascinating man I've ever met. Well, right? I, I, I'm nothing without Kelly LeBanco because she got me the job. She's Woo! and still one of the best makeup artists of all time. So. She's incredible as a yeah. human. I'm also used to dealing with strong, brassy Italian women because I'm <laughs> I'm getting married to one in September. So dealing with Conchetta is a picnic. But uh, I'm used to I'm used to feisty Italians. I love them. That's what I, that's what Tony likes. That's what Rory likes. So. And Conchetta, how's yeah. how's adjusting to Chicago? Uh, pretty, is it overwhelming moving to, to a city like this, which? has its own quirks and idiosyncrasies you know i hate to say n- no it, it, but no you know new york is a really hard place and mm-hmm. and so i've for as long as i've been on this tour um every city we've gone to i've been like excited about but they don't i don't know nothing's really like new york you know mm-hmm. i kind of always compare it i'm a snob that way uh but but chicago light years different in customer service I cannot tell you how many people I'm. I'm so not used to talking to people on the phone. I'm used to being on hold for an hour and a half, and then getting someone to be like, "No, sorry, wrong department," or "We can't help you," or "You'll have to call back at another time," or like just getting nowhere. Basically, mm-hmm. I'm not used to customer service. And here, I mean, like people look in the eyes, they say hello, you find out about their kids right away. Yeah. It's like what's happening? So well, that I'm, part's been great. I'm convinced customer service is a dying art. Oh, absolutely. It's not. Yeah, it's better than New York, but. But you don't you don't have to talk to people anymore. Right. We've made no, it really don't. easy to to like completely be alone. Yeah. One thing I meant to ask you about during the Facebook Live we just did, you talked about people getting in on it, being part of the show, you know, being asked after the show if that person was actually part of the cast. Mm-hmm. Are there ever? I, there have to be times when there are over actors or over enthusiastic attendees that you need to kind of get to settle down like how do you handle someone who is a little too into it I have a great story actually it's not a great story because I'll let you, sad, yeah, I was in favor you would open with that one but um no I'm not even going to open with the one you think I'm going to open with okay. but so I was in Milwaukee Wisconsin once uh, this was about maybe 
four years ago. And there was there's a character in the show named Michael Just. And he is Tina's ex-boyfriend. He crashes the wedding. Mm-hmm. And he's just out of rehab. So needless to say, Michael brings chaos with him. And there's a moment in the show... It's very well choreographed for all the guys, so nobody they're not they're never gonna get hurt. Uh, but there's a moment where uh, Michael just steals a bottle of vodka away yeah. from Tony and Tony proceeds to chase him around the room. While they were doing this thing that we call the vodka run. <laughs> this kid comes around the corner, Michael Just, and a man uh, somebody one of the cast members screamed, Stop him, stop him in in the show, like about the character, you know, they right. were just acting. Oh, no. And a man stuck out his forearm and clotheslined the kid. No. The kid flipped over and landed on the top of his neck. No. I don't know how he wasn't immediately paralyzed, but needless to say, he just got up and walked it off. But it was so, the guy was so serious. He, he was, turned out he was an ex-cop and he thought, you know, he had been drinking and he got really into the show and thought there was really somebody who needed to be stopped and he just laid him out. That's amazing. And after that, every- And I guess that doesn't surprise me. No, no. After that, we had to have security. Yeah, because they were like, people. But I've seen so many times where people get so into it that they forget that we're just we're we're people and we're actors. It really comes in like just on Saturday night we had a table of no offense to the older men community, but (laughs) table of older men get a little tipsy and you know there's a lot of beautiful girls in our show and they just found it you know totally within their right to mm. fondle them and grab them inappropriately and things like that. So stuff like that, you know. And we will We are a family, so if if yeah. anybody's in trouble, I know, you know, everyone f- should feel comfortable to turn to their partner, to turn to somebody next to them and say, "Hey, I'm in trouble." Right. You know, um so there is a security blanket, but it, it does happen. I mean, people get really caught up in in the mm-hmm. action of it all. And we also from a guy being one of the male characters well, you've we gotten got, fondled, haven't you? I've got I've gotten fondled many times, <laughs> and as a guy, you're more likely to be like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." But like back when I played Dominic, because I was very lecherous, but like, and I would like you know hit on everybody, even though my my girlfriend in the show is is there is one of the bridesmaids. But like I, one of my uh, first few months doing the show, some older woman comes up to me, not like old old, but older than me, and she just is like, "I'm from uh, I'm from Indiana." And I guess they, she was with her daughter and some people. It was like a girls night out, and they had like mm-hmm. a limo. She's like, she's, she comes up to me. She's like, I want to take you home and have you end up in my, wind up in my bed the next morning. And the daughter was like, Mom, and she's like, and she just was like all over me. And I was, and you have to find like a, a very nice way to say thank you, but no thank you. But I mean, these you know people, their art show has a bar, so there is drinking going on. Right. And sometimes That's the best people case scenario though we, we yeah. like encourage drinking. Yeah. Know? So I mean, so people can get a little crazy. We've had. Couples get into drunken fights in the bathroom, and um, oh my god, we've had uh, we had a woman throw up. I think oh, um, I've seen so many people. That doesn't surprise not me. Make yeah. It. Yeah. So many people don't make it to the end of the. And night. it's amazing, like how people just like let themselves go. I mean, mm-hmm. and they just because people, excuse me, will be like pre-partying a lot, especially if it's like a eight o'clock show. And, also um, encouraged. Also encouraged, but yeah, we have some <laughs> rowdy couples that rent the limo for the night, and they're just like ready to party. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, you know, it's, hey, it's part of uh, interactive theater. It's a party show. Do people need to come dress for a wedding? Um, it's really dress as you want, but dress, I always say dress to impress and, um, we'll make fun of you if you don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't take place in the 80s, but 
it's kind of like a little bit more like an 80s theme, but you can wear whatever you want. We've had people wear tuxedos and suits. We've had people wear shorts and flip-flops. And if you wear shorts and flip-flops, we're going to bust your balls a little bit. Most well, definitely. Yeah. I, I definitely, as Tony, you know, hey, thanks for coming to my wedding. Uh, you know, I appreciate you dressing, dressing up. up. You know, Tino, Tina's going to love it. So, <laughs> yeah. People send us cards. Uh, the, you know, uh, we get gifts. Yeah, um, gifts. Send us gifts. Send us gifts. We're, gifts. we're registered. <laughs> um, You're not registered. No. We actually did a registry at Bloomingdale's. Be, but we did we did a, like a promo uh, event where we took photos at Bloomingdale's, like registering for gifts That's in our amazing. costumes. Yeah. Also arranged by Kelly LeBanco. Also arranged by Kelly LeBanco, yes. <laughs> One of my least favorite parts of the whole pre-marriage thing was registering. Why? Like going through linens I just did and that. flatware. Yeah. Oh. Fucking hated it. It was I was okay because I had the gun. <laughs> but like, because it's on you're like playing yeah. like laser tag. But well, like, here's a question though. So you, when you were registering, you were registering for everything, like to furnish your house. Basically. Yeah, you're okay. registering for now like. You already have a house with your in, and fiance. But I, I need new stuff. Also Apparently, I, new stuff. I I was told I need new stuff. I mean, you're not registering for like furniture. But I did register for a fifteen hundred dollar jukebox, but nobody got. Yeah, that you did. Um, but <laughs> um, you know, glassware, towels, linens. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, all the stuff that you use once. You know. The, the one thing we didn't register for was China because we're not like yeah. we're not the uh, you know Downton Abbey. So, but the you know, only thing I think I still use for my registry is the bagel biter. It's <laughs> it's like a little bagel guillotine. You put the bagel in and it slices the bagel oh, perfectly. That's, that's like my, my, my mom and dad had that. I love the bagel guillotine. But um, <laughs> you know, you get the waffle maker. You get excited. You make waffles like four times in your life. And uh-huh, then you so get true. the ice cream maker. You're like you make the ice or like the deep fryer. You know all that stuff that people think it's fun. And then after a while, you're like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. But like the cheese tray and the and the glasses yeah, and the yeah. wine glasses What's and all that stuff. What's the most so. stressful part about um, wedding planning, you guys? I, I had a really small wedding. I'm probably the wrong person to ask. Oh. Paying for it. Yeah. Um, no. The, the money. Um, um, the bills. You know what? You know what? I was very stressed about, um, and I'm still. Is like you always think, did I forget to invite somebody, or like, oh. did I leave off somebody like important and. And I think we're good, but like, it's just. But, but the thing about a wedding, planning a wedding, and we're not having like a huge wedding, but we're we're having like a fun party, is that like, you know, again, everybody has an opinion about something, and it's yep. just like, and at the end, it's going to be like you have, you always second guess yourself. So it's just like, I'm like Kelly, what do you want to do? Or and it's like, yeah. what do we want to do? Exactly. And let's do that. So, but I, it's a lot of fun. But I are you going to sell tickets? Um. God. I would like to, but I'm actually going to wear my Tony uh, and Tina tuxedo. Perfect. That's disgusting. <laughs> that is so it, it could walk into the room by itself. <laughs> oh God! It's very yeah, hot in the summer get, in our shows. How so. often does that get cleaned? It gets cleaned like every week. It gets washed and dry cleaned, but like in the summer, because we do our show, it starts at a church, right? And then we walk over to the reception hall. So that church is not air conditioned, and in the summer, it's hot. Uh-huh. And me and me and Conchetta are literally busting our our asses the entire show, mm-hmm. and it's we're sweating, we're dancing, yeah. we're up there. Yeah. So me and her, we always joke. It's like instead of it's coming to my wedding, it's coming to my sweating. Oh God, yeah. yeah. The, two, the two show days are tough <laughs> when you have cold to, sweat. Feels like when you have to do that. <laughs> the second show, and you're just like, oh, I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, she always she puts uh, she puts my jacket on at the end when we like walk out, and she's always just like, ugh, it's so disgusting. <laughs> ugh. Yeah, yeah, you have to have a level of comfort with one another. Yeah, yeah. Get over it. Really, we, we joke about it a lot because it's like at the end of the show, it looks like she went through a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty, it's, it's pretty funny. But I'm working uh, hard. I, that's right. nice. I'd rather you be sweating because you're working hard than you don't care. So that's right. Yeah. What's the best part of Tony and Tina's wedding for each of you individually? Can you Ooh, um, 
because there's there's such a, there's such a cachet. There's such a thing associated with the name, the idea of Tony and Tina's wedding. It's it's something special. Everyone kind of understands what it is. Mm-hmm. What does it do for you? Oh well, honestly, the biggest thing Tony and Tina has done for me is uh, giving me some of the best friends I've ever had in my whole life. Um, I really have been doing this show a long time, and so the first friends I made doing the show are still my best friends. I met several not several not several i remove that i retract that immediately uh, a few boyfriends <laughs> um but but some real i mean and every time we always say that tony and tina is is, is a family but it it truly is people mm-hmm. leave and come back all the time because and support us throughout the years because you know it's it's a team you know once you're a part of it it's like you're kind of a lifer you know mm-hmm. and people um, people you know from the original production when we first opened uh, came back and did to do the show, and they were older, so they aged into certain roles. Yeah. That's perfect. Which yeah. was like yeah. uh, one uh, actress in our show, uh, Marcy Manicotti, who is extremely talented. She played Tina's mom in the original production, and she came back when we opened last year as grandma. That's so amazing. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's it's so cool that they had such a great experience, and and um, had, and have still wanted to do it. Um, um, for me, I I think the best part about Tony and Tina's is one that I'm a, you know, it makes. I mean, I'm a. Pro- it's, you can say you're a professional actor because you're getting paid to do a job, and I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Also, I really enjoy, you know, the family aspect. I like that it's fun. you know every weekend I look forward to doing my show, um, and I also love when people walk out like so happy and they want to take photos with with Tony and Tina, and they and they and they had such a great time that they want to come back and that they they that for two and a half hours we you know and there's a lot of and not to be preachy but there's a lot of crap going on in the world right now, but for two and a half hours people had a great time and they didn't have to think about anything except we're having a great time and that me and Conchetta and the rest of the cast helped do that. And I think that's a really cool feeling. And speaking of taking pictures with Tony and Tina, I got to remember to do that before you leave. Okay. I, mean, I always forget to take pictures with my guests and that, that's kind of important now for the that pocket. I have salsa on my knee and oh, yeah. you know, rice in my pocket. in yeah. like yeah. every crevice yeah. of every tooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good look. Uh, you know, we started talking about this as we were waiting for our food inside La Pasadita, which is Spanish for the Pasadita. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, first concert. Rory, you said your first concert was a total hair metal fest. Yes. I, uh, I I was a child of the 80s. I was born in 19. <laughs> and um, uh, my father, I remember he, we got tickets um, to see Poison and Warrant yeah, at you the did. Rosemont Horizon on the Flesh and Blood Tour. And uh, when, when you think about it, those two bands playing the Horizon seems unthinkable in the modern day. But there was a time where they could fill that space. You know, I just saw Poison at, at, uh, at well, now it's... Opening for Def Leppard. Yeah, at Hollywood mm-hmm. Music. I still call it World Music Theater, but whatever. Um, and they filled it. But anyway, um, I remember uh, me and my dad went, and he's going to laugh if he hears this. Um, he went to Musicland and bought us these, like, black... Musicland. Black hats with the green felt that said Poison and Warrant, so we had matching hats. Yes. And I was 12 or 13. I was a dork. And I will always remember this. And my mom and dad will never let me forget this. I'm at the show with my dad, and my dad's dancing on the chair. And like I'm like, Dad, get down, get down. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> and I remember I said to my dad, because that's I, like fuel to the fire if you say that to a dad. Well, this is <laughs> this is before the, the the internet was not around, so yeah. I you know you didn't have all this stuff. But like I just would have like MTV, and like I remember watching all the scantily clad women. And I'm, I I turned to my dad. I was 12 or 13. And I go, How do their mothers let them leave the house dressed like that? And my mom to this day just gives me shit about saying that. And it was just such an honest comment. And it was a great show. I mean, I've seen some great bands, but that I, you always remember your first. So, you know, <laughs> Conchetta, I know you are not a hair metal oh, person. Oh, no, you're going to ask me? It's, of it's, course. It's a, it's 
borderline um, embarrassing. Oh, I mean, I'd, and by I'd borderline, love to know your first but, concert. It's it's gonna be like, of course it was. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I kind of grew up in a pretty strict uh, old school household. My my parents were both Italian Catholics, and and they raised us like that. And um, and so I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of TV. I didn't see my first concert until I was well into high school. So for me, which isn't unusual. I mean, I yeah, I, it was a, a big deal. Though. Yeah. It was it was a big deal because you know there was no chaperone. And it was like six girls. And no like cell whatever. phones. No yeah. back in the exactly yeah. no cell phones. Yeah. And um, so it was, it was an in sync concert. All right. Yes. Okay. Not, right. I mean, that's yeah, not kind of what I expected. That yeah, it's not terrible. I mean, I was expecting something Damn really it. bad. Damn it! I was expecting um, something terrible. No, but we had a freaking blast. It was awesome. Justin Timberlake flew right over our heads. It was fantastic. <laughs> I have seen "Color Me Bad." I will say, I've have seen. You really oh! My parents for Thanksgiving one year, uh, they surprised us with a weekend downtown. Uh, for, uh, we stayed at a hotel and my mom and dad were like we got tickets to see Paula Abdul for the family and Color Me Bad open and if you want to have oh, a fun it. experience sit next to your mom and your dad when they're singing <laughs> I Want to Sex You Up yeah. <laughs> let me tell you something that's uh, that's an experience right there so, yeah, that's fantastic it was great though it was great I mean, I, it's an experience you know oh, I love it so that yeah, was fun <laughs> alright so Tony and Tina's wedding the show times or the the days of the week People can go see you. TonyLovesTina.com. Yeah, just go um, to the website. The website has all the show. Our our show uh, is pre- is predominantly on weekends. Um, summer uh, shows, there's usually one or two a weekend. But, yeah, you can get all your info and tickets at TonyLovesTina.com. Also, if you enter the code FAMILY2020, um, you can get 20% off your ticket. And it does include dinner. So you That's get awesome. some food. And a little champagne, too. A little, little booze. I mean, it's a value at cake. any price, really. Yeah. But Oh, yeah. The 20% is pretty sweet. It's cheaper than Hamilton. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. And easier to get into. Um, yeah. All right, awesome. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much You're for awesome. hanging out, eating tacos with me. I, before we leave, I do want to say uh, Carcoon Carney is on the socials. Facebook, Carcoon Carney, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. And this would be the social media message of the week. It's a simple one. Uh, it's brought to you by Boost Mobile. This is from Karen talking about the episode I did with Jeff Shapiro from Real Urban Barbecue. She wrote, I love this chain, super awesome food. We did a tour with Jeff of Real Urban Barbecue, and he told told us all about the restaurant industry and the art of barbecue making. It is a seriously great chain, uh, mostly North Suburban, also in Oak Brook. Really cool stuff. All right, Rory, Conchetta, you rock. Thank Jeez. you. Thank you, James, Thank for having you. us. We Thank really you appreciate so it. Thank you so much.